Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neath the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF, and here we are. And, you know, I'll tell you, uh, the, the left should be absolutely embarrassed uh, by the way they've handled the Kavanaugh hearings. Uh, I thought that uh, I thought that uh, Doctor Ford was very credible. I mean, you know, again, I, I I believe that she was used as a pawn in this big game of uh, of, of of moronic politics. Again, this is not a left or right issue at the moment. It's, in this case, it happens to be the left that is acting like a bunch of morons. Uh, I cannot believe what I watched. Uh, and again, I think there was a lot of holes in the story uh, by Dr. Ford, but certainly I cannot say that she was not uh, sexually assaulted. Uh, we know that, you know, as we have, um, as we have grown over the last few years uh you know obviously we go all the way back to uh some more tragic times but you know for many many years uh you know women were treated as second class citizens which is uh, never a good thing but of course uh and there was a, obviously a lot of things as we've seen with the, with the harvey weinstein and and, and munvey and all the others uh, and, and the ones we don't know about but in the meantime i find her credible i don't think that she made this up i don't think she was the uh, political uh, the, the driving force behind this. I think that uh, I think if Diane Feinstein embarrassed herself, uh, uh, especially by not bringing this forward immediately. Uh, of course, they only had the letter on uh, July 30th. It's now September 28th. Uh, this should have been taken care of. First of all, it should have been taken care of privately first. There was no need for public hearings on this. They could have done uh, sequestered or private hearings, and and then we wouldn't have had you know this big uh, this big rigmarole. And I, I think that 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 is unfortunate for both uh, Justice Kavanaugh and uh, Dr. Ford. Uh, I think they were both dragged through the mud for no reason for the for the political gain of the left. Uh, I think that it was just a brutal, brutal thing. Uh, I think that uh, 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 Senator Grassley did not do a very good job at at, uh, at maneuvering and handling this whole situation. But I, I did find uh, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, 
and Booker and Lehi and others to be unbelievably offensive. Okay. I think that um, their political uh, uh, goals are, are were obviously much more important than the tragedy of what we had at hand, which was a potential sexual abuse case uh, for a judge that uh, is is going to be uh, who's I think he's going to be confirmed. Uh, I thought that uh, that he did extremely well in his testimony. I think he came out swinging. Uh, I, I think that uh, he had the answers. And I think he said a lot of things as, as you would expect a judge to say. Uh, as, as far as the, the sexual abuse, I don't know. I, again, I, I don't know that he did not do it. Uh, but I do, but he did have exact dates. He did have a lot of things I would consider to be credible that in his defense. So I, but I, I think that the whole thing was a sham and a way for the Democrats, the Democrats to be morons and to really show just how far they will go, uh, right out of the uh, George Soros school of, uh, of, of, of distaste. Um, uh, and they just showed how far they would go to try to win an election. And I, I think it's tragic that this is what we have become over, you know, I don't know how many years it's been since we've started this way. Uh, but, you know, I remember the days when it was, you know, much more close to a center line. And, 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 and listen, and I am not by no means defending the Republicans here. I mean, they acted as, as, as did the Democrats, uh, you know, in, in past, right? Here they were, you know, uh, nice because it was their thing. But, you know, neither party does themselves any favors when they speak in public. They are all really uh, greedy pigs that have no interest in you and me, uh, only themselves. I did think that um, Lindsey Graham, when he stepped up and said what he said, I thought that was really pretty good. Uh, and I think it was more factual of what we've become here. And I, I think that the this being on a big stage was just a, a total embarrassment, especially to the left. I think that they showed their true colors, that they would rather see President Trump fail than to have a great growing country. And if that doesn't reek of being something as sad as possible, I, I, I can't tell you uh, how, how, how sad it is to have these people okay, do what they did and, and, and the damage created to uh, Dr. Ford and to Brett Kavanaugh and to, and to, to not to supposedly only three people had the letter. Okay. And, uh, it leaked now, you know, who, who leaked it? Do we, do we really think that, that Senator Feinstein, I mean, she really, I, I did like her at one time. 
uh, but I, I really found out what a what a what a piece of uh, work she is, uh, and, and it make, it makes you wonder, okay, about the system that we have today. But again, who's who is to blame for the people in office? Okay, who is to blame? We are to blame. I mean, you know, if we would get off our dead asses and vote, then there wouldn't be these people in office. We wouldn't have the Kamala Harris's and the uh, Maxine Waters and the and and the Bookers. And again, I, I I can name some on the right as well. It's not, it's it's not a. This is not a political issue. This is a, you know, if you if you don't vote, you've got nothing to complain about. And and, and certainly, sadly enough, that is what we have. That's what we have. We don't. We don't. We decide that we don't want to go out and make change. So you end up with the crap that you got. So. Think about it that way. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. It is Friday. Uh, we were one and one on our selections. Actually, oh, one and one on our selections last night, unfortunately. Uh, but we'll have some more steam for you. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget to uh, download the Bubba Show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And don't forget about the uh, Sporting Edge, which you can also download there on the weekends. And, of course, there is my daily update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com, fill out the box. You get it for free. Every day I send you what's going on in the market. Plus, also, I do a weekend 30-minute commentary. So, check it out, BubbaTrading.com. Sign up. In the meantime, we're going to step out here for a break. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bob Horowitz will be right back with more after break. It's the top of the season. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. It's the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horace here. And, of course, as we continue to, you know, uh, see the, the crap that is, that is out there and, uh, you know, what, what has been done, the other things we can also look at uh, is that the, the markets appear to have possibly be putting in a top here. Uh, again, I, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not ready to to call the top yet, but we're certainly appearing to be getting very close. Okay, I think that you know. Again, I'm, I'm not. I'm not yet calling a top, but I'm. 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 I'm close to saying that. It may very well uh, be here, and if it's not here, it could be here. You know, the next day or so, it could be here today. Uh, and, and I think that uh, you know that's something that uh, you know. Again, we don't want to be too early, but there are a lot of warning signs, and we are now approaching some very key levels that could really uh, turn this market into um, you know bang zoom. Bang, zoom, goodbye. And again, as you remember what I always say, the markets don't announce themselves. So, you know, one day we may just come in and, and start to see the selling begin. And of course, we know the the first effort, the first attempt at if this is going to be a top is going to be, of course, uh, the dip buyers will continue to buy. And I think that's one of the, the signs that look... Um, 
that looked to be in the reasoning for a potential top, and that is simply there are being there are more lows, more new lows being made than new highs in the market. That's never a good sign. Okay, the buyers of this market have not been uh, the the what we would call let's say the sharp money. The buyers in this market have been what is more commonly known as retail uh, and not the sharp money. Okay, uh, that's why the volume's been so light. So you continue to have people who don't have enough money that are using margin. They're borrowing money to buy equities, to buy stock, to buy options, to buy whatever they're buying. So that they can get in to the market, and of course, uh, what usually happens when when all that's said and done? No, it usually is an ugly situation. Uh, and, and, and again, I think that's exactly what you're seeing right now is that overall uh, retail retail money coming in at the tail end of a market which at the end of the day comes back to the top is very near okay and and because who 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 are the ones who get trapped at the top or at the bottoms the retail trader of course because for those who who didn't want to get in for the last 10 years and are now figuring out that, oh, the market's okay, well, that usually tells you that the end is near. And again, we're not predicting it tomorrow, but it's just a warning to all of you that the the, the end could be coming. And, you know, it's, it's you know, bull markets, as, as they say, don't die of old age, but they certainly die on optimism. And, and could we be, could we be any more optimistic as to what's going on now, okay? Uh, can we be any more optimistic as to what's happening, okay? Um, it's it, it's really, you know, um, it, it's really crazy right now, okay, as we continue to push the market's heart on air, okay? And... You know, again, this is one of the things that you should always be alert of is, is how are the markets moving up? What is the driving force? Now, if you listen to the, 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 the jokesters, okay, the, the ones that have no clue, they're going to go with earnings are great, this is great, everything's great, consumer confidence. Well, again, I, I warn you because the last time we had these kinds of uh, exciting times and exciting numbers were right before the last collapse. Again, understand that you know we when we see this happening, those are usually warning signs that that particular pattern is changing. So in this case, we are going up. So that is getting ready to make a change. That doesn't mean that we're going to get crash or we're going to go down to zero tomorrow. Or we're going to go to have the same collapse. But we are at a point when you look at the overall picture, when you look at everything that's going on, it's telling us very clearly that the end is coming. 
Okay. Now, again, it's only the end for whatever period of time it is and how deep the solve is going to be. I happen to believe that it's going to be very deep. I happen to believe that, that where we are now, we've got almost, and obviously this is not something that will happen tomorrow, but in the next, you know, whenever it starts, whenever it really starts, I believe we're going to have a probably a 40 to 50% haircut now. There's still an unreached target I have in the S and P at about fifteen sixty two. Okay, today we're at twenty nine hundred, you know, a little over twenty nine hundred. So, to me, that I'm that target's going to get hit, in my opinion. So the farther we continue to go, uh, just the deeper the solve's going to be. But that's why when we talk about being hedged and we talk about being prepared for what can happen. I think that's something that, you know, many of us uh, ignore. And I don't think you can ignore the simple facts. And if you if you take the time to take uh, um, to take care of everything, then, uh, you know, and you, you pay attention, okay, then you put yourself in a position to be much more successful. Okay. You, you have to kind of understand how the markets work. Okay. You can't just, they just, you, you, too many people believe in fundamentals. Now, again, I'm a big believer in fundamentals if I'm making an investment, but I would never buy a stock based on fundamental data. Okay. I would have to have technical data to want to go ahead and buy that stock. And, uh, you know, when, when you continue to try to, uh, you know, wish your way, and, and, you know, now, again, basically the opinion on Wall Street is these markets can never, ever go down again. That, that's the basic opinion. It's not my opinion, but that this is, this is what happens over and over and over again is markets have these periods where you know everybody believes and you've got as i've said major margin debt major buyers stepping in that just believe that you know after 10 years that that now is the time to get in so the market's really 300 percent. so now is the time to, to go ahead and chase it up and of course that is always the wrong way to think about it and we're, we will tell you that that will be end up being very, very near the top. And again, I'm not calling it today, but I'm, I'm getting a lot closer as I watch the, the, the action and I watch the markets. Uh, but again, you have to always remember before you make any major decision, sit back, take a deep breath. And say to yourself, is this really what I want to do? Is this the right thing to do? Have the markets already made that move? And am I selling into the hole or am I buying into somewhere that I can never get out of? And I think that's one of the big things that are important to all of you to understand. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, of course, don't forget to download the Sporting Edge at LibertyTalk.fm. And, of course, don't forget to download the Bubba Show every day there. 
And of course, if you'd like to help us with our high school investing program, uh, we're trying to remake it and uh, running out of capital. But if you'd like to help us out, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. We're going to step out here for a break. And we'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. We're coming right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Lady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got The Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the Show.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the Show.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Show.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Show.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And of course, um, looks like uh, little our little friend from Tesla, little Mr. Elon Musk, is getting his little, his little thing slapped today a little bit. Uh, market's down 10%. Uh, no surprise, and, and and quite frankly, he deserves every bit of it. I mean, in my opinion, only my opinion, I think he deserves to go to jail for for the stunt that he pulled. Okay, he made that crazy announcement, and now I guess the SEC is suing him. The stock is collapsing, and you know, not well collapsing. Right, let me rephrase that: it's not collapsing; it's down ten percent. Uh, but I think he deserves to have big problems. Listen, as I've said all along, I love the car. But I, I, I don't like somebody who tries to fight against the free market, which in his case is he can't stand it. He's an egomaniac that can't stand the fact that the people want to short his stock because he doesn't make any money. I mean, quite frankly, we've been talking about that for, for years and, and said that Tesla is, listen, love the car, love what they're doing, but you still got to make money. And they haven't made any money. And they haven't been able to deliver on all their promises. But yet, he made the big announcement. And that was only, in my opinion, okay, it was only to stick it up, you know, what, of the uh, short sellers. You know, because, again, he's he's offended that anybody would want to short a stock. And why would anybody be offended of, of somebody want to say a stock? What is different? It's, it's, the, it's the free market system. So if, if I want to be short... Okay, why should you care that I want to short your stock? Right? I mean, you know, I don't see anything uh, that that should that should make me, you know, concerned. Okay, and I think that's that's the bigger problem. Okay. He's trying to manipulate the market against the short sellers. You know, it's like betting on, it's like Pete Rose betting on baseball. He says, well, I only bet on my own team. Well, do we know that? 
and you know, did 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 Musk inform anybody of what he was going to do ahead of time? And I don't mean the the regulatory bodies. Did he tell any of his friends that he was going to make that announcement and have that? Did anybody benefit from this? I think this goes much deeper. Okay, I think this goes much much deeper, and and you know how hard it is for people to keep a secret. You know, if he's going to make that announcement, and I'm not saying he did, I don't know. But certainly, if, if I was going to put my my uh, my stuff on the line, making a dumb announcement that I knew was going to bring down a lot of heat on me, okay, I'm sure I'd probably tell a few of my friends that I was going to do so, so they could go in and buy some options or whatever, buy some stock, you know, and, and make a lot of money, okay, or they could have you know bought it days before, or they could have just sold out some positions they might have had. You know, there's there's all kinds of ways to to do this, but the the key is is that, I mean, for a brilliant guy, what he did was awfully dumb, and and he and he deserves to have total punishment here. Okay, I mean that, that's the bottom line. You know, he intentionally stuck it to the short sellers. So, I hope that he gets everything he's got coming. Okay, and, and maybe he'll get a nice roommate in the in the pen. But of course, he's not going to go to jail. He could, and he should. But you know, but it may, listen, maybe he'll get a nice, <laughs> a, a nice, a nice cellmate. <laughs> but again, it's just it, it's just ridiculous uh, that that a CEO would care so much that people want to short sell his company, and. You know, it's 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 interesting, and I think there's a lot more damage to come here. Uh, you know, I, I think the stock has got probably can get cut in half, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. In the meantime, the uh, the crypto world seems to be uh, finding some finding some home and finding some support. Uh, you know, I think that. Uh, you know, as 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 we look at some of the the, the cryptos, I mean, we got Bitcoin at like sixty six hundred. Okay, you know, again, I think it's done remarkably well. I think it's held uh, some some pretty good support levels. I think it's making you know higher lows as 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 we move on, as we keep um if we're moving on, moving on. Um, you know, I think if, you know if you go back and look, the the low at uh, at fifty eight hundred. Okay, then a higher low at about almost six thousand, and a higher low. I mean, we're you know sixty six, sixty seven hundred. I think it looks pretty good. Again, I'm not a Bitcoin buyer; just too expensive. But I think Ethereum down at the two and a quarter uh, looks okay. Uh, I think the EOS one we talked about before, you know, got down to under five bucks, and now it's about five eighty four. Uh, Stellar, which is a one now that that if you're looking for a place to put a couple of hundred bucks, I'd look at Stellar. You know, it's a 25 cents. So, again, I'm a big fan of what I call the dinner and a movie trade, okay, where, you know, for a few hundred bucks, I got a chance to hit a home run. So, you know, for, like, for example, if I, if I were going to do anything in here, uh, you know, now, you know, I might buy, uh, you know, let's say even, you know, 50 stellar at a quarter, I mean, you know, you're talking about no money, right? $12.50. You know, maybe by 500 you know, just depending on what you want to risk. And, uh, you know, I'd look at IOTA. 
okay, uh, at fifty-eight cents. So for 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 a hundred bucks, you can get a lot of uh, of stuff that I think is is okay, okay. Uh, even EOS, you know, I think that's a big one. So if you look at those three, and again, I'm not recommending them to go out and buy them tomorrow. I'm just saying if you're looking to play in this space, but you don't want to, you're afraid, you don't want to risk a lot. Well, this is a pretty good way to kind of play it because there is not a tremendous amount of exposure. I mean, again, think about it. For a hundred bucks, and you can't go to you can't go to dinner for for under hundred bucks. Okay, so you know if you if you you want to skip a dinner and, and invest in these, I think it's probably fairly reasonable. And I do just full disclosure. I own Ethereum. I own EOS a lot higher. <laughs> I own I, everything I own. I owe a lot higher. Okay, not a lot higher, but I mean I'm losing money. Okay, I mean I'm probably down twenty percent, um, but I'm not afraid of it again. And 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 I didn't put in enough money to have to make myself worry about it. Okay, again, I, I don't say one thing to you and do something different. I mean I think it's a dinner and a movie type of trade. You know, depending on your your capital situation, I think you can look at you know different amounts of investment. Again, I would not, I would not go crazy. I would not load up huge money. What I would do is I would say, okay, I hear about this stuff. I'd like to you know maybe uh, maybe get in, and I'd like to do something. So I'm going to do it small. Okay. And I think that is what we always try to preach to everybody is grow organically. Don't think that you got to get big money cranking in today. Okay. Let it grow. If you're right, it won't matter. And if you're wrong, you won't get hurt. That's our goal always in trading is to be able to be in a position that gives us a chance to make a lot of money. And if with with minimal exposure to our bankroll, and that's always what what I want you to be able to do is I want you to have minimal risk, and but give yourself a chance to crack it. That's what our that that's what we like. We like that opportunity to hit the homer. Okay, and and if you put yourself in a good position. Again, I've had I know a lot of people made so much money in this and, and, and I was a non believer. So because of my stubbornness and rationale and reality, okay, I missed out. Okay. And I missed out and in full disclosure, I missed out in the uh, in the dot com bubble too. Because I knew the valuations were ridiculous. Okay, uh, I mean, you know, it worked out okay, but I never par- I never participated in those stocks that were going up, you know, in leaps and bounds every day. Okay, a couple of them, but of course they all went broke anyway. So what difference does it make? So my my simple point is is, you know, put yourself in a little bit again. And, and the, the nice thing about that, like the cryptos, if you if you decide to play, is you can get in small. Okay, it doesn't take a security thing, doesn't take a brokerage account. It's like putting it in a bank account. You put it away and you look at it, you know, next week. Fix it in a month. Look at it in six months. What difference does it make? Again, if you if you subscribe to what I teach, 
sometimes you make the what we call the dinner and a movie trade. Uh, you know, th- that's your dinner. So maybe you, maybe you have to go hungry for a day, <laughs> right? Again, that's just always just my thing on some of these things. I'm willing to you know go ahead and take that that minor risk. Okay. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. It is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I'm tired. Uh, but uh, don't forget to uh, check out Bubba's daily update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. A little box will pop up, and you can sign up for it. No credit card required. I will send you a three- to five-minute video every day after the close. And also, don't forget to download the Bubba Show and the Sporting Edge on the weekends each and every day for the Bubba Show and uh, help us get to our goal of 1 million downloads, first of all, but also uh, be one of my regulars and keep listening. So we're going to stop by for a break. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz will be right back after the break. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz and, well, it's a football. I love football. What a weekend this is going to be. Football, some big baseball games, the Cubs-Cardinals, Dodgers-San Francisco. My God, the Boston Yankees, no big deal because it's pretty much all over. But St. Louis fighting for a playoff spot and the Cubs fighting to win the division. And, of course, they're under a lot of pressure because who does Milwaukee get to play? They get to play the Detroit Tigers or their minor league affiliate. Okay. So it, it's, 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 it's going to be exciting. Of course, you got uh, some big football this weekend. And uh, you had last night, you had uh, the Rams awfully good. I'm surprised. I actually liked it. As you know, we had Minnesota. But the Rams awfully good, 38-31. to 31. They kicked some booty. Uh, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley. Robert Woods, man, oh man, what what weapons! Uh, and my Chicago Bears are in first place. How about that? But but anyways, uh, you know I'm, I'm so sick and tired of listening to the pundits and the trade wars. Kind of makes you want to puke. You know, I, I listen to Cavuto. You know, I listen to Fox. I'm a, I'm a since I do a lot of Fox, I, I listen to Fox, and they keep trying to make this trade war into something that it's not. And, and I keep trying to make them understand that it doesn't matter, okay? You know, I got into it with uh, with uh, uh, Jonathan Honig on, on Fox the other day. These trade wars, everyone wants to make it out like it's a major tax. You know, we're so afraid of changing the way we've done things. Do you realize the way we have done things, okay, has got us $21 trillion in debt? Does, nobody ever talks about that. That's the way we've done things. Wouldn't it be nice to, to try to work out a free market? Wouldn't it be nice to try to get things to be uh, better and so we could actually pay our bill? Wouldn't it be nice to cut that deficit down? And, and they continue to, to harp on farming. Now, the farm prices aren't low. Farm prices, first of all, have been low for, you know, other than a couple of a year period, have been low. You know, I go back and, and to when I first started trading, and all the way through, hell, I don't know, the 90s, right? It was beans were around five bucks, wheat was about three bucks, and corn was around two bucks. That was about the numbers, okay? Well, it's, uh, interestingly enough, corn is still in that low level because if you take out the ethanol value. But this was long before there was ever the, the dream of a trade war, okay? I mean, prices have been depressed, and of course, 
you know, I guess you could look at it a couple of ways now. The way I look at it, for especially because I love farmers and a lot of your listeners and friends of mine, and but what 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 I look at it is is the ridiculous numbers that have been put out there. Uh, like it was 181 bushel or something like that for corn. I don't. I bet you there ain't 10 percent of the farmers are going to be able to produce that much, so they can overcome the low price with volume. Okay, but. I think that, you know, again, this is not a trade war issue. This happens to be a supply issue. This happens to be uh, a lot of other issues, okay? Uh, and I think that if I look at the markets, and, and we've been long, and, you know, we were long and right, and not long and wrong right now, but we've had a nice bounce, as we as we wrote about last week, off of uh, corn and soybeans. Uh, you know, wheat is still really strong, but I go, okay. So, you know, A, if I can store it, and I read something the other day, somebody was talking about storage. If I can store it for free, in other words, if I have capacity to store on my own land, in my own bins, I'm storing. Okay, I'm not selling here. I'm storing it. So, the trade wars, I mean, really? This is what we're going to continue to to rest our laurels on? And and even a, a farmer was on Fox a couple days ago and said, you know, they kept trying to get him to say it was all because of the trade wars and they hate Trump and, you know, he's damaging them. And all he could say was, well, price is worth $13. And I ask you, when's the last time soybeans were $13, number one? Okay. Uh, that, that's, the fir- that's the first thing we have to ask is when's the last time soybeans were $13? When's the last time corn was in, in, in the moon, okay? And, and the answer is a long, long time ago. Okay. I can still remember. I mean, November beans, the high was 1060, okay? So, you know, we're now, you know, in the mid-8s. But they were looked to be in trouble anyways. I think now they've bottomed, and I think now you'll start to see some money, you know, flow in to these um uh, to, to grains, okay. You know, one of my 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 prevailing theory, okay, is that when the equities fall, money will flow in the grains. But if I look back over the last three years, okay, soybeans have been mostly around ten. They had a pop up to twelve in uh, uh, in June of sixteen, so over two years ago. So that was the trade wars weren't even a uh, even a thought. Uh, December corn, okay. The current crop, December corn, four forty was the high. We're at three sixty five. Now again, I would like to. I thought they were going much higher, and they were over four a little bit earlier this year. And I, again, I've been wrong as my big picture looks. But again, I, I say to you that when the when the trade war crap started, okay, uh, and the big announcements started. I mean, that was let's say April, okay. So corn was just under four or so. And now, okay, we had a couple of very bearish USDA reports. So what's the issue? Again, we want to blame the trade wars. I think that's one of the problems we had to find blame. I mean, it certainly didn't hurt the meats, okay? As you know, as we saw and said all along, we thought that you know cattle was going to rally, and certainly it's had a beautiful move off the bottom. I mean, when I was in uh, in Nashville, 
uh, it popped below a buck or below a hundred. Now it's one fourteen. Okay, uh, and uh, you know you look at uh, fats and December fats are almost one twenty. So really, we got a big problem. And of course, feeders. You know, they're we 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 call those we played those like a fine fiddle, and they're you know one fifty eight. And I think they're going higher. Again, I think the markets are all going higher. And I'm long the markets for the for that reason. Because, A, I don't believe and I'm tired of the dribble and the drool from the, the pundits who have no idea what's going on out there. Who have no idea. I mean, let, let's face it. What is the actual determining factor at the end of the day? It's price. Okay, If you can't get enough money and if you didn't do your, a good job planning your marketing plan, then you're in trouble. And that's one of the things we like to teach is how to run, to put together a proper marketing plan and also put yourself in a position to, to hedge out. You know, you got to remember, if you're hedging out and putting yourself in position, okay, you can lock in, you know, whatever price at a certain time when you see a rally, but that doesn't take away your edge or your opportunity to catch the big market. It just locks in price where you're at, Okay. You know, we don't want you to give up the potential for the upside. We want to make sure that we protect the downside. You know, most guys out there in, in my position have no idea what we're talking about and, and, and always force you to give it up, okay, so that you're locked out. You're, you're in where you're in, but you have no participation if there's a big market. And I hate that. I, I hate the way, uh, you know, my guys, my farmers and producers, <clears throat> I mean, who are the greatest, okay, get screwed constantly by either those that are greedy that want to rip them on, on commish or those who have no idea how the markets work. And that's always something that, you know, again, that always bothers me, and which is why I try to get out more and see all you because, again, I, I just want to help, okay? I just want to make it better. That's just kind of who it is. But in the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, and, of course, I uh, got some football this weekend, and uh, I think uh, I have to make, as much as it pains me, I have to pick the Bears this week over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they're going to womp on them. Okay, so we're going to do the Chicago Bears and a little upset special in uh, in college football, Northwestern Wildcat over the Michigan Wolverine. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show. Have a great weekend. As always, I thank you for being a part of the show, and we'll see you back here on Monday with more of the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, the Bubba Show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you later. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.